according to the schedule uh, that we're learning the Dvar Malchus in the Nyone of Geulo Mashiach, we're up to Simon Gimel. This week we're learning, this is a Sicha that was published in Chelek Chavzayin in the uh, Sicha in the Parshas B'chukhoisai. And the Rebbe distributed this amongst the other Sichas in the Dvar Malchus. And uh, it's divided according to the schedule of learning it this year in Tavshim Pei Aleph, having the whole community study this together. This has been uh, divided into two halakim. So the first chalik is from Ois uh, Aleph through Ois Tes, and then the end of the Sicha. So today we will learn the Simen Gimel. And this basically discusses the last Pedic of the Rambam. Uh, this is also, as they brought down in the Sicha, this is also in the uh, star over here, there's also a Hadran al-Rambam. This is a uh, finishing, a conclusion, and uh, in which we uh, conclude the Rambam and we say Hadran that we will return. And this is also a seam of Mesechet Ksubis. All this is part of the Sicha. It's basically, this is the last Rambam, Perikid Beis. Uh, and, uh, the previous two Sichas were discussing uh, Perikid Aleph. And this is talking about Perikid Beis. And this is also the actual last chapter in all of the Yada Chazoka. Uh, this is, and th- the discussion is the state Kufis Bimeis HaMashiach. Simen Gimel, state Kufis Bimeis HaMashiach. This talks about the Rebbe is mechadish that according to the Rambam, in order to answer certain conflicts between the Rambam's rulings, and the Rebbe says that while the Rambam writes in Halacha in Perikut Beis that when Mashiach will come, it will things will continue to be in the nature, and the only difference would be Shibut Malchias. But the truth is that within Mashiach's Tkufa, there is going to be two, two Tkufas. One Tkufa is Yemoisa Mashiach, the beginning, what Mashiach, when he comes and what happens during his initial coming. And then later on, even the Rambam agrees that there is going to be a time in which it's going to be beyond nature. And saying this is going to answer a lot of the difficulties that we have, as we will see in the Sicha. But let's learn inside. This is the Sikha, which the Rebbe resolves that there's the two periods within the time of Mashiach, the beginning and then later on. Oh, so let's learn now. The Perek Hasiyum, the Hilchas Melochim, in the chapter, which is the conclusion of all of the Yadda Chazoka and of Hilchas Melochim, of the Laws Melochim. That's the last chapter within Hilchas Melochim. It's also the last chapter of the whole. Because Hilchas Malachim is the last halachas of the entire Rambam. Because of a Rambam, the Rambam writes like this. Al yala al halev, it shouldn't enter your heart. Don't think that should be Moisa, Mashiach, that the days of Mashiach, yivotel dover mimin hoge shaloylom. That in any item, from way the custom, the way the world is run, is going to be nullified. It's going to stop. Nothing is going to stop from the minagoylom. Oi, or one thing is that it's going to continue the way it's now. Maybe it's going to continue, but there will be additional. Says no, no. There's also 
there's going to be, or don't think that there's going to be some no, something new in what was created in Bereshis, or the six days of creation, the way Hashem created it, you're going to think something all of a sudden, there's going to be a new thing in the times of Mashiach. So he says, no, the world will conduct itself as it conducts itself, the world will continue to be in the status that it is. Well, it seems like we have very clear verses that relate to Mashiach, and it says that it's going to be a difference. In fact, that we do find in the Novi, in Yeshaya, it says over there, that the wolf will live in peace together with the sheep. This is not because today you cannot put a zev is a teref, will eat the sheep, it doesn't live together. So this seems to say that there's going to be a change in the nature. How the Rambam says there's no change. So what does it mean in the Pesach So he says it doesn't mean literally it is an example, it's a riddle. Talking about it doesn't mean exactly literally the words. What is this marshal? What is this riddle? For what does this apply? So the Zev is a reference to the Goyim, to the nations that are uh, currently and presently throughout the Golos, they were Toiref, they were beating up on the Jews. And the Jewish people are called the Keves, they're the sheep. So Gorzev and Keves means that the Goyim will no longer harm and do bad to the Yiddish. You, Yisrael, Yoshim Lovetach, the Jewish people will sit securely in Rishay Akum with the bad of the Akum. Maybe not all Akum, but uh, presently, but the Rishay Akum. And uh, the Rebbe brings down Shina Hatsenza, but it says the Rishay Akum. And, um, and the way it says here, meaning that not, doesn't apply to everybody, but the bottom line is, right now we have the Goyim Zevim and we have the Kevis, but then we will be able to sit securely with them. Uh, the Goyim HaMeshulim Kizev V'Nomer, they are equated to a wolf and a leopard. Shenemar Chulu, the Posik, uh, quotes the Posik, uh, Zev, uh, etc. This is the Posik in Yirmiya Perikei Posik Vov. And the Yahziru Kulom Ledasa Emes, all of the Akum will return to the true knowledge. They will not rob, and they won't destroy. But they will eat uh, things that are permissible, Kulu. Permissible, not gizela, not through destruction, but the Ramutar Shenemar calls the Posig Ba'ari Khulu. So we see from all these Psukim in Shaya. So we see in all these Psukim the Rambam says that it is a example for the Yidden living in security and peace. Together with the Rishayilam, that means the Zev will live together with the Kevis, as the Rambam brings this Psukim. Now, there's other Psukim. The Rambam is not going to go into Taich Oldi Psukim. 
So he says that this is also true with regards to the other psukim. Sometimes we're not even sure exactly what they're referring to, what the example is referring to. But he says that when Mashiach will come, at that point we'll figure out exactly. Likewise, in all similar words with regards to Mashiach, they are examples. When the days the King Mashiach will be, then it will be known to everyone for what exactly was this a parable, because we'll see what happens by Mashiach, we'll understand what the Navi meant when he said the uh, parable as it applies. What idea did they hint in this when they said these Mashalim, and we'll find out when they actually happened in Moshe Mashiach. And then later on, the Rambam continues. He says, Our sages tell us that there will be no difference between the way the world is now, our world here, in the days of Mashiach, only Shibud Malchi is Bilvad, that we're no longer going to be enslaved under the government. And the Rebbe is going to address that later on, because we'll come on Sivches, the Rebbe will talk about that section of the Rambam later on in Sivches. So first the Rebbe is going to address that there is a Mechilta, uh, there's also Gemara, that seems to contradict the, the Rambam, because over there it seems to say that when Mashiach will come, there will be uh, fascinating, there will be new things, it will be different than it was. And that's going to resolve around the whole discussion. Well, maybe we can say that that too is a martial law. It's not a martial law, as the Rebbe will discuss. It appears there is a contradiction to the Rambam's view. Hanal, that mentioned before, he says, He says, Rambam says that in the days of Mashiach, nothing, nothing from the custom, the conduct of the world will change, but the world will continue to conduct itself as it is accustomed to in the usual way. So there's a contradiction Our sages in the Teres Kahanim say, Allah Posik, when the Posik says, hasode yitain so the tree of the field will give its fruit. So uh, in Teresh Kahanim it says that this extra posik uh, that says the Eitz HaSoda is coming to include that even trees that are not tree bearing fruit in the Osulave will uh, start bearing fruit. The Pasik is actually in uh, the Torah gives the Baracha and it says, The earth will give the produce. And then the Pasik says, And Rashi brings it down also. What does it mean, the Eitz Asoda? Eitz is a reference to the Ilone Srak. Those are the trees which are non bearing fruit. That's the special Baracha. That in addition to Oretz Yivula is Eitz Asoda. The tree of the field is also going to give Yitin Pire. So the Tereshkanim says, Rumenayi, Nalaposk, Eitz Asoda, Yitin Pire, 
How do we know that even non-fruit bearing tree, just barren trees are destined in the future to produce fruit, oisimpetus, that's what the Pasik says, and that's the bracha, that's going to happen with Mesh Mashiach, the Eitzasodi, Yitim period. So that's a Teres Kahanim. So that's a clear change of Minhogish Eloilom. Presently, Eloilom Hazeh, Eloni Srak do not produce fruit, and Moshe Mashiach, they'll produce fruit. There's also a similar statement to the Teres Kahanim, is in the end of Mesechte Kisubis. As you mentioned earlier, this is also a hadrin from Meseches Kisubis, so uh, a siyum of Meseches Kisubis. So the Rebbe, so the, the Gemara says over there, Omar Abchiyah Barashi, Omar Rav, Abchiyah Barashi, the name of Rav, Asidin Kol Ilone Yisrak Shebeves Yisroel, that in the future, in the destined, that all the Ilone Yisrak, the non-fruit-bearing trees, that in Eretz Yisroel, Sheyitanu Peres, they will be loaded with fruit. The Pesach says, The tree will carry its fruit. And the fig and the vine will give their force. So the extra eights, we learn from this that the Rebbe will learn the Limudim a little bit later. The Rebbe will address it also. Uh, that the eighth Nosa period is referencing Ilan Israq. So not so what do we see from both the Tereshkainam and the Gemara? Shazahu Aifa Indian Shalbitlaminhogishalom. So this is a matter of negating uh, the custom of the world as we know it today. So why does the Rambam say there's gonna be no difference when the Gemara says that's gonna be the future? So one can argue and say, just like the Rambam says, that the Psukim are a marshal, uh, maybe these are also Mishalim. The, the, the non-bearing fruit tree can be an example for uh, Rishoyim who are, who are not Sadikim, who don't bear fruit today, as the, the Rebbe will bring down. But the Rebbe says that by Maimar uh, Chazal of the of the Tanoim Amaroim, it's much more difficult to say that it's only a, a parable. It's easier to say we can use that in the Pshukim, the Nevim, that it's a marshal, but not so much. But especially the Rebbe says in context where these statements were said, we see that they're talking about literally. Let's look inside base. It appears that maybe we could have said that in the Rambam's view, also the above-mentioned statements of our sages of blessed memory, it's also an example, it's a riddle, just like he said with regards to the Gorzevim Keves, that these the same thing is these statements of the Chazal. How could we example that Eitz Michael, when we talk about a tree that bears fruit. Moira, that points to Kibaymer Chazal, we actually say, Al-Talmide Chachonim. The, uh, the, the saves of us memory equated it, that in the tiny sign of Adal, the Rebbe says over there, that they bear fruit, and therefore, 
it's a soda. I believe the Gemara says it. it's a period uh, it's a soda. But whatever the case is, Tamid Chachomim bear fruit because they teach. And Ilonis Rak, and the Ilonis Rak, those are the ignorant people. They don't produce any fruit because they don't teach anything. And what, what does it mean to say when we say that in the future they will uh, produce fruit? Meaning, also these trees that are not bearing fruit, those ameorets, ameorets, yitnupetus, they will also give fruit. Basically, what it means, that they will turn into tamid And just like the Eitz Michael, the Lonis will also become Eitz Michael. Or you can have another interpretation. So why can't we say so? Why is that a contradiction? Why can't we say so on the Maimar Chazal as well? But the Rebbe says, okay, we cannot say so. Key, the Rebbe says, because, the Rebbe is going to give the reason. Because, But in addition, it's difficult to say about the Neumann Maroim that it's a Moshul Vechida. In addition to the matter, to the fact, in addition to this, that generally it's a difficulty to say, when we talk about words of the Tanoim Amaroim, as opposed to words of the Nevi'im, but, but the words Tanoim Amaroim, that they're just an example. Tanoim Amaroim were practical, they were talking about relevant and uh, applicable language, so not metaphorically, not in a riddle. That's difficult, but But in our particular case, this would be very difficult to interpret this as a um, as a moshul nechida. She came. The reason is because Maimar Anal Kahanim. This statement that says that the Ilan Yisrael will give fruits in the Teres Kahanim, it comes follows the Kama to many blessings. The constant is Davke Broches Gashmis. Gashmis, they're talking about physical blessings over there. And within the context of the other blessings, the other blessings are talking physical. It also talks about this Broch and this Posik of Venosna Ha'oret Yivula, the Eitzah Soda Yitin Period. So it says it will produce the Eitzah Yitin Period. This Posik itself that we're learning. That it's a little So what does it say over there? It says, It's not in the way that it's doing now. It will do like it did in the days of Adamarishakulu. What does it mean? This is quoting the Tereskanim. Nizras, you saw it. You saw the grand voice of Peters Ben Yemo. And the fruit, the produce, is done in one day. So you sow the field, and you have the grain the next day, or or you plant it's a tree, and it produces the fruit in one day, the fruit grows. Or another thing is, the eights will be eaten also, the, 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 the tree. And this is Talking about literally what took place in the other Mauritian. 
saying this happened. And we're saying this is going to happen. So we're talking about very physical, practical things. That means the blessing is literally not talking about uh, somehow uh, and Amoritz or something. These, these are all very literal things that took place and he says that are going to take place. So that's in the Torah's Kahanim. And also in the context in the Gomorrah Subas, Valderach Zebik Subas, similarly in the Gomorrah Subas, Bohamaimer, this statement of Ilone Sedak uh, that they will do Paris comes Behemshech, it comes as a follow the Kamim Mamorim to many of the saints. We have to explain them literally. So the Gemara in the end of the Ksubis that uh, the Maimar Chazal comes from, so uh, before on the end of Kuf Yud Beis Omedalaf in Ksubis, the Gemara says uh, that uh, the love for Eretz Yisrael, so Rabbi would kiss Kipidaku, but the Rebbe brings down the Rabchanino Mesakin Meskali, that he would fix the Meshava Mesakin Mechshoy Lehoir Machmas Chibas Horus. He would fix them. He was dear to him. He didn't want anything bad to be called on the roads of Eretz Yisrael. And then Rabbi Rabbi the Gemara continues on over there it says they would change places all to tell about the nights of Eretz Yisrael. That the generation of David comes Kategoria Kategoria There will be a lot of criticism of the Tamidechachom. So the bottom line is what the Rebbe is pointing out over here. So this is right before the end of the statement that we quoted before that. Uh, Asidin called this the end of Mesechus Ksubis. Kolilonis Rak Shemeretz Yisrael Shetanu Pedis Shenemar Kates No Superior. Rashi says with the Ksiv Tene Vegefen No Smuchelom Hareitz Priyomer Matamodem Kates Vegefenonis Rak Shemeretz. That's the Gemara that the Rebbe quoted before the end of Mesechus Ksubis. But within that context, we see literal things. So this is what the Rebbe is saying over here. Uladugma. It says Rav Chanino Mesakin Meskali that he would fix the roads. That's a very gosh, physical thing. It's not a, a hyper, it's not a potential, it's not a muscle, or category, etc. These, the Rebbe doesn't even want to mention it. Some of them stuff is negative, so the Rebbe doesn't mention that. But the bottom line is, in the Gemara, we see these are all practical things. So the Kivan, Shekane, since the other things are literal, Mestaber, it also follows, makes sense, also this statement, which is the last statement in the Sartik Subas, is literally. So therefore, it seems that we have a contradiction from what is said in the Rambam. The Rambam says that it's only a Moshul Chida, and what we see in the Teres Kahanim and what we see in the Gemara, that this is actually literally. So now, 
the Rebbe brings down a, uh, another uh, possibility that maybe there will be a difference between Eretz Yisrael and the rest of the, the world. Those psukim that we, those literally that we see that it's going to be miraculous, that's going to apply to Eretz Yisrael. And actually some of the verses and some of the uh, differences that is going to point to this, that there's a difference between Eretz Yisrael and Chutz Loretz. And, um, and maybe that's why it's not a contradiction. When the Rambam says he's talking about Chutz Loretz, but the Rebbe isn't going to accept that because the Losh Rambam is there's going to be no change in the world. If there's no change, it has to mean there's no change anywhere. If there is a change in Eretz Yisrael, that's still a change in the world. It's a change in Menhagish Shalegel. So let's look inside. Behine, Haraivad Shom over there, when the Rambam says there's no change, he challenges the Rambam. And this is what he writes. How could the Rambam say that there is no change? The Pesach says, I will uh, stop, I will rest, there will be no more in the land. Seems to be a miraculous, not the nature, because now by nature there's that's not a example, it's not a riddle, but this means literally. The Rambam says, the Ravid says. Why does the Ravid say that this means literally? So he thinks that there's going to be no more, uh, no more wild animals to do badly because it conflicts with the Moshe Mashiach. But the Radvaz says Alasar Kosov. The Radvaz writes, Beizu Asokat. It's not a challenge to the Rambam. Kishem Sheisharak Suvi Moshul. Just like the rest of the psukim are a parable, comes emotion. This is also emotion. Okay, so he says that's not a kasha. That could be emotional too. But what he he continues like this says, "What is fitting to believe about this?" Shadvorim hemgam kipshutam beretz Yisrael. That these words will also be literally in Eretz Yisrael. In other words, while the Rambam says that they're all only a metaphor, they're only a moshal, <clears throat> but in Eretz Yisrael, there will actually be literally as well. Kiddik Siv, the Pesach says, Lo yoreyu velo yashchisu v'chol har kochi. In my holy mountains, they will not do bad and they will not destroy it's for the, the land. Which land? The land will be full. They won't destroy. Not Kimola Oretz, but Ho'oretz. The known, the Hey Haidiya, the known land, which is Eretz Yisrael. So So the same thing is when the Torah says, that the rabbit brings down, He's talking about Eretz Yisrael. He's bati chayero min ha'oretz. From Eretz Yisrael, the hey idea. Abel b'shar ha'aretz Yisrael ilom. 
But in the rest of the cities of the world over there, the custom will continue. For there, the verses are Moshul. Because the Pasuk says, so the nation will not carry to another nation by sword, no wars, no one will learn war. But in Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, the literal, the pshat, and the moshul will be literally. So maybe we can say, of course we hear that there is a distinction between the Rambam, the, between Eretz Yisrael and the rest of the world. So we can say, The difference between the Rambam and the Raivet, who disagree whether it means literally or not, hinges on the two saying of our sages that I mentioned before, as far as Lonisrak. And we'll see what we go by. There's two Mamore Chazal, one in the Teres Kohanim and one in the Ksuvas. If we go by the Mamore Chazal in Teres Kohanim, then it means that there is going to be a change in the whole world. That's the view of the Raivet. If we go by the Maimar Chazal of Ksubis, over there, the change is only going to be in Eretz Yisrael. And that would be the Rambam's view. The Rambam will follow the Gemara in Ksubis, and the Raivet will follow the Teres Kahanim, which says there will be a change in the whole world. In other words, we're accepting that the Gemara, that there will be a change. And the Ramba, the Raivet believes the change will take place in the whole world. And the Rambam believes it will only take place in Eretz Yisrael as the Radvah says. As, let's look carefully at the Lashonis in the Gemara and the Teres Kahanim. And you'll see that in the Gemara, it's talking about Eretz Yisrael. And the Teres Kahanim is talking about the whole world. The Gemara in Neymar, in the Gemara it says, Iloni Srak Shabaret Yisrael. It says clearly, it doesn't say all Iloni Srak. It says Iloni Srak, but in Eretz Yisrael. Shepashtus Loshun Zeh the uh, simple language points to that it's not talking about only uh, in Eretz Yisrael. So we're not talking about like the Gemara Subas only about Eretz Yisrael. Hello. We're talking about a whole, the whole world. What's the difference between 
the Gemara in Ksubis, which says Eretz Yisrael, and the Torah Kahanim, which says Ilon Esrak General, which means the whole world. What's the difference between them? The Fiat Torah Kahanim, according to Torah Kahanim, you lost it, love it. According to the Torah's Quran, there will be a change in the world everywhere. Alone in Israq, will be a change in the world. It's like the Ravid says. It's a change in the world. Abul Fiya Gemara, but according to the Gemara in Ksubis, in the whole world, there's not going to be a change. The Vad Beretz Yisrael, with the exception of Eretz Yisrael, Shetahei Bo Hanhogim Yuchedes, which is going to have a special coming. So, the Ravid holds like the view of Teres Kahanim. It may change. All will make fruit. That means there's a change in the world. From this, it's evident, I've said before, that there will be a a change, it will null or negate the custom of the world. Now there is Ilona Yisra giving fruit. That's the view of the Raiva. And this is also in the Raiva. This is also his challenge that he brings down the Posik, the Raiva, against the Rambam. He says, He says from this Posik, he learns it literally. They will cease, stop being a wild uh, animal, bad animals in the land. It means literally. It's not like saying that this is a marshal. Which is kimashmos. This is actually evidence the way that the Torah's Kahanim, Rebbe explains over here why the Ravid assumes that this Posik that he brings, Vishbati Chai Roman Oris, means literally that Advaz asked on the Ravid, the Rebbe quoted before, that uh, just like the other Psukim that the Rambam brings down, Gorzevim Kev is a Moshal, it could be a Moshal too. But the Rebbe brings here with this. If you look at the, the drosh of the Teres Kahanim on the Posik of Vishbati Chayero Minoritz, you'll see that he learns Vishbati Chayero Minoritz. Teres Kahanim learns that it means literally. Because it says Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, what does it mean? Whether it means Mavira Minoilon, that they will no longer be, he will remove them. Or Rabbi Shimon Eimer, Mashbisim Shloyazuku. Shloyaziku, he will. It's not that there's not going to be the wild animals, but he's going to stop them from doing damage. They will no longer do damage. They're not going to be masik anymore. So you see that he's talking about not a marshal here. We're talking about what's going to happen to those animals. The frat, and it's never said especially, well, one can argue and say maybe removal from the world of Ziku is also metaphorically, but you see, Shemishanim they are changing from the lotion of the Posik, which says from the world. So you see, they're talking about practically. That's why the Ravid uses this Posik as evident that it means literally. And the Ravid holds, why does it say literally? Because he holds like the Tereskahani, 
that it says that Elon Israq in the whole world will make start making fruit, which is a change of Rambam, as opposed to the Rambam, so he holds as the Radvaz says, Radvaz makes this difference between Eretz Yisrael and the rest of the world. So even though the Rambam says that but that does not imply to Eretz Yisrael, the Radvaz says, in Eretz Yisrael is different. So that's the Lashon of the Gemara, Shakavon, Rakli Lonis Rakshab Eretz Yisrael. This is only in Eretz Yisrael. Shal came. Because this Nets Yisrael, Royal Hamin Khulu, as the Radvas flees, so what would we believe? What should we, what is fitting to believe? Shadvorim Himgam Kipshutam Beris Yisrael. That these words of the Psukim mean also literally in Eretz Yisrael. So while the Rambam says that it's only a Moshul, that's in the rest of the world. But Gam Kishul Eretz Yisrael. Abu Bashar Archisayilam. But in the rest of the lands of the world, the world will conduct itself as it is the custom. And that's what the Rambam is talking about. But as the Rebbe will point out in Nois Dalet, that can't really, doesn't really uh, fit to answer the Rambam that there is a difference between Eretz Yisrael. So this would be nice to say that this is the chilu between Tereskernim and the uh, and the Gemara, but the Rebbe's argument is going to be if that's going to the Rambam. When the Rambam said it's not going to be a change, he means it's not going to be a change in Eretz Yisrael either, either not in Eretz Yisrael either. That is not going to be a change, and therefore it, that seems to contradict what the Rambam says. The Rambam says no change, but the Gemara says that there'll be a change at least in Eretz Yisrael. So it's against the Torah's kind. The Torah's kind says it's going to be a change everywhere. But even if the Gemara holds a change, it'll be in Eretz Yisrael. That still doesn't fit what the Rambam who says it's not going to be a change at all. Oish Dalit. Avul Pirush Radvaz ain't moving the cheder, but the interpretation of the Radvaz seemingly is not understood. The Frabas Boris Dibra Rambam, especially as he explains the words of the Rambam. Aleph, number one. The fact that the Rambam closes and says in general, he doesn't make any distinction. He just says it as a statement. That in the days of Mashiach, none of the customs of the world are going to cease. Move on, it's understood. That includes Eretz Yisrael. Because Shigam, in Eretz Yisrael, Yishcholulu, Oisom Nisim Egashmis. For even if only in Eretz Yisrael, these miracles will take place, Yishcholulu, Begashmis, physically they will take place. Harizagam, Bitlmin Hogishalelo. That too is ceasing the custom of the world. Eretz Yisrael is part of the world, and there's a change over there. So the Rambam's language of saying no change must include Eretz Yisrael also. Number two is from the evidence of the Rambam. The Rambam proves it. Because 
that there is no change because the Chacham Rabbi Akiva followed Ben Kuziva, who was a general, and that's why there was no change. So there was no change anywhere, not even in Eretz Yisrael. That means that there doesn't have to be any change anywhere. Base. We may Ben Kuziva. The Rambam brings this as a proof. In the days of Ben Kuziva, Shedimo who that he imagined, who that's Rabbi Akiva, <coughs> together and all the sages of the generation of Rabbi Akiva, Shahu Hamelach they thought that Ben Kuziva is King Mashiach. And it's not just that they thought, they imagined. Dimo, they imagined They actually went out to wage war, which is Pikuach Nefesh. People's lives. People die in the war. So they went out to war based on the command of Ben Kuziva. And they supported it, the Rabbi Kiva and the sages. And what is the Rambam Yushim? That is what, from this, the Rambam proves that King Mashiach does not need to make any signs or wonders. That also during the days of Mashiach, the world will conduct itself normally. Does the devil bring down later Sifyut? So that's the evidence that there was no miracles. There was no miracles. So in other words, we have to say that there doesn't have to be miracles in Eretz Yisrael either. According to the Radvaz, the Gemara, that there needs to be miracles. But the Rambam's proof that there's no miracles means that there was no miracles in Eretz Yisrael either. So therefore, this distinction to say that the miracles don't take place elsewhere, it's Kipshutai, but in Eretz Yisrael there needs to be miracles, doesn't seem so, not from the Lashon, Stam Lashon, the Rambam, and also not from the evidence that the Rambam brings. That's why it makes sense to say, it's reasonable to say, that according to the Rambam's view, that the world will conduct itself in its usual way, also in Eretz Yisrael, not as the Radvaz explains the Rambam, that there is a chiluk between Eretz Yisrael, where it's not going to be and the rest of the place. No, according to the Rambam, it's everywhere in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzlat. And we need to have an explanation. We need to reconcile this with what the Gemara says and the Teres Kahanim that Ilon Israk will grow fruit which is not Minag In Ois Hay, uh, the Rebbe is going to continue to try to uh, bring down actually the Sefer Avedis Hakodesh, who gives a a different answer. He suggests what are, what are the two matters that we find that 
contradict seemingly, we're questioning the Rambam, in which we see a minagailam. We discussed the Ilani Srak, that's in the Gemara in the Teres Kahanim and in the in the Gemara in the Teres Kahanim, in the Teres Kahanim. And we also had the Hishbati Chayero that the Raivit brings down. So here's a chap, Avoid Sakhoidish. He says that these both aspects, Chayero and Ilon Israq, is not something new. This was actually the beginning when Hashem created the world. All trees were true, were, 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 were fruit bearing trees. And therefore, all of these animals and all trees all bear fruit. And there is really no reason, there's really no reason why we need to say that this is a change of the world. It's just going to go back. After the Chetet Sadas, it changed. Some trees got fruit and not. Some animals became wild animals, some do damage. But this doesn't count now that we're saying Mashiach will come, the world will go back to its custom, to original custom, the way it was created. Seems to be a pretty good answer. The Rebbe is going to elaborate this with the different Gemaras later on. But the Rebbe eventually is going to say, when the Rambam says it's not going to be that includes even a Minoga of what started taking place afterwards. Minagoyla means what's now. Let's go look inside. Hey, Sefer Abedus HaKodesh, the Sefer Abedus HaKodesh Mabayar explains, Sha'olum Kiminogi Noyeg, what the Rambam means that the world will continue to go in its Minag, Hainu Sha'akodesh Baruch Hu Lo Yechadish Dvorim Chutz Min HaTeva, that HaKodesh Baruch Hu will not come up, uh, renew, bring in new things that are outside of nature. Not that nature can go back to its all matters of Ria will be will have their nature, will be the root. As they were when they were brought into being and when they were created. So therefore, there isn't a contradiction. From the Drosh Terekonim, Shaitz Osid Liyos, Natua, Voisep Pedis Ben Yeva, that when the tree will plant it right away, it will make fruit in a day. And from other Mamerzal, similar, Kibekach, Loyis Chadish Dovor Shainay, Begedratava. Because that way there will not be renewed something which is not in nature. For in the beginning of creation, this was the conduct of Teva. Abedis HaKodesh talks specifically about the fact that fruits will give in one day, that that's not a change. But the same thing we can say applies to the two aspects that we asked of Ilan Israq and the Ishbati Chayro that the Ravid brings down. 
And we said that it means literally, we can also say in these two matters. Which the Rebbe proves that for the Teres Kaili means literally. Which are all literally as the Rebbe proved. According to the Rambam, that does not constitute nullifying a negation of a conduct of the world. For so was the situation in the beginning of creation, before the sin of Eitzadas, these two things, that the Lonisrak made Paris and the wild animals weren't functioning. All trees were fruit-bearing, there was no So this is not against it. That was in nature. Through the sin of when Hashem commanded after he cursed the land, he said that thorns and dardar it should grow for you. So some of the trees became non-bearing, non-fruit-bearing trees. And in a section, a portion of the animals, had been incorporated, had been a nature bent in them to do damage. So the key one should be Mashiach since in the days of Mashiach, the world will reach this standing, this situation. In the way she was standing before Eitzadas, that becomes the nature, the meaning of the world in that time. The time of Mashiach, the world will be elevated. Elevated to what it was, not to something new. So that's not called a change of because during the time when the world is in its elevation, the way it was in the beginning of creation, at that time there's all trees bear fruit and none of the animals do damage. That would seem to answer the question that we have on the Rambam. <clears throat> so the Rebbe now in Nois Vav is going to explain that it seems like whether the change that will take place that the non-fruit-bearing trees will begin to produce fruit really depends upon and whether that will be a change of the world in the custom of the world depends upon what the status was in the beginning. If during creation, they bear fruit, then that's not a change because that was the status, the way the world was in the beginning. If on the other hand, they never bear fruit, now it's a change from the beginning. 
And actually, the Rebbe wants to say, it seems like, if you look in the languages, that there's a difference between the Teres Kahanim's language and the Gemara. And it looks like in the Gemara, in the Lashon of the Teres Kahanim, this is going to be something which is going to go back to the beginning. It's a Soviet imperial, as the devil will bring out. But so, in other words, it'll come out actually that if we say that it's not a Shinushal Oilom, that's going to be more like the Teres Kahanim. But according to the Gemara, there is a Shinui. Anyways, the Rebbe is going to discuss now this concept, whether it was in the beginning or not, whether it's a Shinui Minigoilum or not. But eventually, the Rebbe says, either way, the Rambam doesn't accept that chiluk, even if we should say that it was in the beginning, that would still constitute a shinug minhuk shloilom. From what it's now, that's what the Rambam is talking about. Let's look inside. Go to Oizvav. Yesh lekasher zebishinu noisef, we can tie this that we were just saying, that it's the nature is going back to its old to an additional change in the wording, ikri, a main, the difference, the language the Teres uses and the language that the Gemara uses, as far as these Lon The Rebbe is going to show the languages, and the Rebbe is also going to show the Pesukim from where they learn it, and we see the difference. And the Rebbe will tie it into the two opinions whether there was originally Ilona Srak were giving fruit. So Bataidas Kahanim Haloshin Hu, what is the Loshan Tedas Kahanim is Ilone Srak Asidim Lies Oisim Pedas. The Ilone Srak are destined to make fruit. Make fruit means the regular, usually way, a tree makes fruit. That implies that it's going back, that it's doing its normal thing. Not a chiddush. But the Gemara says, you load them on. Load on applies something from the outside, not naturally. Making fruit as it's in Teres Kahanim means that these trees, non-bearing trees, will produce fruit. But often on the same way, as all tree-bearing fruits produce fruit. According to the Gemara, not going to do. Shall yitanu? They load on fruit. It's not the normal, usual way. The way they'll grow. It's a load. Which in essence isn't connection. Connected. And the Rebbe connects these two styles of languages based upon the Pasuk from where we learn it from. L'chiluk Zed, this difference, that fits L'chiluk, 
the psukim to the difference in the verses from which this idea that it'll give fruit from where we learn it. Learns it from the posik. The the tree of the fruit will give its fruit. Will give its fruit. It says yitain give. That means a usual giving of the tree of the field. It will give. That means a natural way. But the Gemara learns it learns it from the double lush and the posik. It says, Ki eitz no so pirioi, te'ein evigef and nos nuchelom. There's a double lotion over the year. First it says that the tree carries its fruit, and then it talks about the fig and the vine gave their strength, which means, what's the extra posik? Kapirish Rashi, as Rashi quotes, midiksiv te'ein evigef and nos nuchelom, since it already says te'ein evigef have given their strength, so it's already talking about the fruit. Why does it have to say a tree will carry the fruit? They will also carry fruit. So what do we see from this? To say, the Pasik emphasizes the Aleph, and number one, there is a distinction, which is Iloni Srak, which is eight spree. It says first it says ki eights, no superior, that's the srak. Uh first eights no superior. And then tain of gefenos lukhelum, that's one, that's the fruit. Then it's eights no superior. And number two, should be eight spree are the boy from shell nos nuchelum. Over there it says they've given it. Messina. Over here, it's not given. Over here, it's Nasa. And Gimel, if their character, Nasa, their, their strength, the normal way. But by the Zonisrak, he's carrying. So basically, this Psukim imply, according to the Pasik, that the Teres Kahanim brings, it's a Sodit implies it's a normal way. And according to the Gemara, it's something outside. There's a difference between the regular fruit and the Lanisrat. So, what's the difference? So, maybe the difference is whether this was like this in the beginning or not as we brought out before, whether it was initially they gave fruit. If initially they gave fruit, then they'll go back to Yitain, be normally. But if they didn't, then it's loaded because it's a new idea. So based on the above, that there's a difference between that there's something that was before. So this difference, whether it's a normal carrying or it's additional, it's loaded, or it's giving its fruit, we can say, that the difference in between this is tied to the machloikis that we find in Breshis Rabbin Medvesh. Whether in the beginning of creation, so these non-bearing trees, 
of nowadays, whether they were carrying fruit at the time or not, whether they, they produced fruit originally. The Torah's Koinim goes, Bishitas, I think it's Rapinchas, uh, where is this? So Rapinchas in the Breshis Rabbe learns, that even the numbering fruit trees of today used to produce fruit. If any learns, me eats, I say, pre that a tree that produces fruit that was in the beginning of creation. So if they produced fruit, so therefore, this that the Lone Srak will produce fruit. This is not a change of a novelty, something new, my We can't call that a shinu, my but rather that the nature of this tree, of the tree, it goes back, it reawakens, it comes back, as it was in the beginning of creation. Ubo, and this statement about Ilon Israq fits in with everything else that whatever took place in the beginning is going to come back. The tree of the field will give its fruit. So he says, not the way it produces today, but rather when it did in the days, well, this is in the portion of Bukhkaisai. It would be it would do like another Marishan. Aids pre aisiprilimine. Over there is in Malamid. Shabbyam Shunatua Baby Mesapetis. That it would be on that same day that you planted, it would produce the fruit. The fruit would be the tree itself would be eaten. She dekashoimod Marishan. It was the way it was about Marishan. That the eights itself was the pre, and you ate the tree. So these were all beginning of creation. The same thing is the Lonisrak originally. Well, so in the Teres Kahanim, the other drushes also fit in. These are all that took place in the beginning. So lost in love, it'll go back to the original. The Gemara holds like the opinion of then they did not carry, the Lone Israq did not carry fruit. Bim came, and it turns out, Shanisiris Pedis Bahemla Osid, that this, that they're going to carry fruit in the future, Ushinu Shal Chidush. It's a change because they never did carry fruit. That's why the Gemara uses language that load, or it says, Nosa period. It's an outside thing. It's not Chelom, like by Tateino and Geffen. It's something new. Not in a usual and a natural way. If we should say, though, like the Rebbe explains here, the difference between the Teres Kahanim and the Gemara, if we should try to explain 
the Rambam that says Shinu Min is not going to take place. And the reason why it's not called Shinu Min according to the Avedis HaKodesh that we're trying to explain is going to be because this is going back to the nature that's not called Shinu Min So that would mean that the Rambam follows the view of the Teres Kahanim and not the view of the Gemara because in the Gemara it's Yitanu, it's a change. We're trying to answer the Rambam, or at least the Avedis HaKodesh, based on the Avedis HaKodesh, we're trying to answer the Rambam, that it's uh, not considered a change because it was originally. So that means if the Teres Kahanim, as the Rebbe suggests, and the Gemara are arguing whether it was like the Pimchas, that it was in the beginning or not, so then we have to say that the Rambam will go like the Teres Kahanim. So according to the previous answer of the Gemara, the Chilik of the Radvaz between Eretz Yisrael, then the Rambam went like the Gemara, because the Gemara says, Ilon Yisrak Eretz Yisrael. But according to this answer, the Rambam will go like the Teres Kahanim. But the Rebbe is going to say, you know, Isaiah, that this doesn't really fit in the Rambam either, to say that we don't call that a change because it's going back to the original, the way it was, because that's still considered a change. But when you look into it well, we cannot learn so. Aleph, number one, the above-mentioned interpretation of Teres Kahanim, that in the Londa Yisrak, you could have a change. And also in the future, we can say there's going to be a change, even though there's no change, but there could be a change in there, and there's going to be in the future. Because that's the way it was. It's the lack of explanation. Because binyonim in the matters of before, the Teres Kahanim points out to you clearly how they were before. But in this case of Elon Israq, that it was like before, it doesn't say so. In the matters beforehand in the Posik, Isa Beteres Kahanim Beferush. The Tereskarnim the, the says, as it has done in the days of other Marishan. Before the Eitz saw the Yitin period, the way he translates that it means the Ilon Yisrak. But the previous Brachas, he says the way it was. And we have Psukim, days of other Marishan, to show you that it's going to go back to that, which is when creation was. We have Pesukim to point to that. Mashein came b'negei Ilon Israq, but when we talk about Ilon Israq, loy huva b'teres karanim, the teres karanim doesn't bring kederech sh'asu b'mei odem arishin, that it's like it did in the odem arishin, so there's a clearly, the Rambam, the teres karanim doesn't say that it was like that, l'chadchila. V'zeshi Ilon Israq asid li yisayisim pedis, where do you know it from? This is possible. So 
that's something which is not because it was like that. So in the Teres Kahanim, it's not to say that that's why there is a change because it was like that once before. It doesn't seem like that because it doesn't, it's not based on the Pesukim before, it's based on the Pesuk of the future. And the Ram, and most of the time, doesn't say with regards to Islam. Even if you're going to say, you're going to argue, you're going to find to say that when the Teres Koenim says the Loshan, he's also talking about the Lon and the Dasa Teres Koenim he, and we will say it's like Kedas Rapinchas, like the opinion of Rapinchas Shekach, Hoyogam Betchilas Abriya. This was also in the beginning of creation. Adai Chosabriya, we're still lacking explanation. Das Rapinchas he, Rapinchas opinion is Shemitzad Abriya Atzma that. Creation itself, from the command, from the perspective, the, the cause of the command of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, there should have been a lot of It's not like he says that Lachatchila the Eibishter created the Lana. What the Pinchas says in Medrash Rabbah is that the trees did not become, didn't listen to the Ebishter to become Elon Israq. The land that produced the trees changed from Hashem's command. Hashem said to create Elon Israq. The earth changed and created Elon Israq no superis. And these number, not three bearing fruits did carry fruit. The beginning from Hashem's command, they were supposed to be Elon Israq, but the earth changed it. And after the sin of Eitzadaz, this change of the earth that didn't listen to the Tzivu Hashem, Change was this battle, and now it went back to the original Hashem's Nimtza. So, what is What is the world's minag in of itself? is just the opposite. that they should be Ilon So, the fact that there wasn't Ilon says, but that's not the natural way the way Hashem originally created it. That's the way the earth changed it and created something different. So, once it was in this battle, the minag is the what is the meaning of is the way Tziva Kaddish Baruch that they are alone Israq? How could you say that's not a change? But Gimel Bechol Oifen, either way. The way you, Teres Kahanim, whatever you're going to explain. So first the Rebbe says in Teres Kahanim, A, it's not mashma like Repinchas, that it goes back to the way it was. And even according to Repinchas, it's not really the original because it's a change, the earth changed from what Hashem said. But in the Rambam, we can't explain it. It's difficult to explain it in the view of the Rambam. 
because from the contents and the flow of the words, it's evidence that he's rejecting the Rambam. He's not only he doesn't he like a that it was the novelty in the creation of the world, which means that he's saying there's not going to be something which never was in my sabrations. That's not the only thing he's rejecting. He's rejecting the common practice, the way it's the conduct is now. King Gam, Shlilas, Bittel Dover, Mimin Hogesh He's not saying there's not going to be. We're not going to. He's saying no. Uh, nothing that's going to change the way the world was created. That's not what he's saying. He's saying nothing's going to change from the way the world is now. Dover Mimin Hogoi from the custom what we're doing now. Not not talking about. It's not going to change from where it was created. You're talking about what happens now. Like it's custom, which means what's now. So for a tree to bear fruit, the fact that it wasn't a doesn't matter. They are not considered to be minagoilum. Why? When we say about the conduct of the world, that is talking about the way the world conducts itself actually, in, in actuality, practically in a permanent way, a minag, in a cost, continuous way. Makes no difference when this permanent conduct has been established, whether it was from the beginning or it was after this is the conduct which was established right from the beginning of creation. So the bottom line, that is after this has been established, set in the nature of the of non-bearing fruit trees, is not to produce fruit. From wild animals to do damage. And such is the conduct of these trees and these chayas. Thousands of years without a change. That is the custom of the world. And if there is a change, that they don't, they conduct themselves opposite of this as it is their nature, which is to uh, do damage, which is not to bear fruit, that's considered a bit So we come back to the question. The Rambam says there's going to be no chain so how is Shabbat Chayyro going to take place? How is the Ilan Israel going to take place? So we come back to the question that needs the answer. And the Rebbe cautions now in the parentheses. He says, "Well, maybe the nature now is also the original nature. It's just that outside, there's really you can't say. Well, no, there's no real change in the nature of Ilan Israel." Also, now they, they are included in those trees that produce fruits. It's just some reason, external reason. Because the Kriya of Hashem, 
literally, physically, they don't put fruit. They're also bearing fruit, but something's stopping them. Similarly, they're really all nice animals. It's just Hashem is not letting some people, some animals be nice and they become damaging. That doesn't really add up. What it really means that after the sin of Etzadas, his battle, their previous nature has ceased. It's a new nature now. It's not the same nature, but it's not shown. It's just, they just changed. And nowadays, so they became naturally non-bearing trees, fruit trees, and also animals that uh, attack and uh, that's the nature. And once that changes, that should be a minhag shalom. So the Rambam says there is no change in minhag shalom. In Ois Ches, the Rebbe continues to ask on the general ruling of the Rambam that seems that the basis for saying there's going to be no change because he rules like Shmuel. And there is in the Gemara a very clear machlokes uh, between Shmuel and Rabbi Bar Abba, and in other places the Rambam seems to learn rule like Rabbi Bar Abba, and here he seems to rule like Shmuel. Let's look inside. Ches, This will be understood by introducing additional explanation in the view of the Rambam. Mashekoisiv Rambam. The Rambam writes should be Moshe Mashiach Olam Kimin Hoginayek that during the times of Mashiach, the world will conduct itself in its usual way. Ulechayre Mishum Desvirlei would seem that he holds Kehadeya Shemevi like the view that he brings. The Rambam brings down Sheein Bein Haolam Hazeli Moshe Mashiach that there is no difference between now. The world now and the days of Mashiach, only the enslavement of governments alone that we're not going to be enslaved to the governments, which is Das Shmuel Bigamore. That's the opinion of Shmuel and Bigamore. So, and it's known, the questions that the Lacha Mishnah asks on this ruling of the Rambam, that Matsinu, we find, that the Rambam rules in contradiction to this opinion of Shmuel. Isa Bigamara, the Gemara says, Omar says, All the prophecies that they say about the great miracles that will take place, we're all talking about Mashiach's time. But the future to come beyond Mashiach, there is no eye that has seen that Hashem, besides Hashem, nobody knows. The miraculous and the prophecies are the times of Mashiach. That seems to say, in the name of Rabbi that there is going to be miraculous Nevim, prophets, and Mashiach. So the Gemara says that this Rabbi disagrees with Shmuel. Because according to Shmuel, the only difference between Elam Hazi and Mashiach 
is the enslavement of government. But other than that, so what is he saying about this going to be in this Nabu, the Mesa Mashiach? Mesa Mashiach is going to be regular. It has to be in this Nabu, not the Mesa Mashiach. Because the Mesa Mashiach, Shmuel says, there's no difference. So we see clearly in the Gemara that if we hold like Shmuel, as the Rambam Paskins over here, that Ein ben Elam has a lemesa Mashiach Hashem Malchias, it seems as Elam Kivin Hagi Neir. Then we can't go like Rabbi Yechonon says Lenis Nabu El Lemesa Mashiach. It has to be Lenis Nabu Lel Mabo. But the Rambam Paisik, if you look in the Rambam, the Polik Hashmuel, he rules like Rabbi Rabba. He says Omru Chachomim. Our sages tell us that Kol Hanavi and Kul Lel Nibu El Lemesa Mashiach. They were only about the Mesa Mashiach. But nobody knows what's Elam Abba. But according to, that seems according to Rabbi Baraba. But according to Shmuel, the Nevim is Lainibu Elam Abba, not the Mesa Mashiach, because Mesa Mashiach ain't been Elam Hazar. How does the Rambam Paskin like Shmuel and then Paskin also like Rabbi Baraba that disagrees with Shmuel? Further, Isa the Mishnah, the Mishnah in Shabbos says, A man is not allowed to go out with a sword, not wear a bow. These are tools for war, ammunition. And if he does, he's chayvachatos, because it's called carrying. The issue is here, are these called an ornament? Are they tachshitim? person carries a tachshit. For a man, maybe that's considered like a uh, a jewelry. It's an or an ornament for the person, a tachshit for the person. So he says, Now here, Rabbi Lezer disagrees. Rabbi Lezer, he says it's a tachshit. This is just derogatory. This is not a tachshit. Not why? Because the post says that if it would be a, a thing, why it says they will shed the plows or the chitsu cut up, there will be no more swords, li'itim, use it as uh, plows, they will use their uh, spears for masmeris to collect masmeris. No nation will not fight another nation, no Muhammad. So basically, it's not a tachshit, he says that. So Rashi says, If we should say, why are we going to be destroyed? Why are we going to turn into plowsheds, the swords into plowsheds? Why are we going to change them? Let's keep them as a jewelry. Rashi explains over there. So that's why he says, you're chayiv. It's not a tachshit. If it would be a taxi, then it wouldn't be both. So, Gemara Shom Muva Beis Deis. There's two opinions in the Gemara to Amaroim disagreeing about the Pim Rabbi Lezer. The Fidei Achas Sefer Gam Rabbi Lezer Shekliyzayim B'Tein LeMeisa Mashiach. According to one day, also Rabbi Lezer holds that there will be no ammunition in days of Mashiach, and the Gemara says clearly because there's not going to be ammunition, which means. That it's uh, a change. The world is going to change. No more wars. Nothing is going to be 
No nations will fight. There's going to be no need for them. And then the Gemara says, uh, That would be the Shmuel. The Shmuel says, No, no change. According to this interpretation of Abelozor, that there will be a change. It's only another other one says it's not going to be about the Mashiach. And Hainu the Shmuel, then that goes like Shmuel. So over there, in Rabbi Lazar, we have two opinions. But the opinion of the is the Kula Alma Shekhlei Zayin Betein Li Mesa Mashiach. Because I'm about the Mesa Mashiach. Which is very clearly like the Mashiach Barabba. And that's where you go out beside you, like the Chachamim, because there's going to be no, no more Saif, because it's not a Tachshit. That means like a Mechibar Abba, that it's going to be bottle. And there is going to be a change in the world. And it's not Ein Bein Shibud, Ein Bein Zman Azeli, Elashid Machis Bovad. But I'm a person who does Chachomim. Rabbi Aaron Paschal like the Chachomim, which means definitely, according to the Chachomim, it goes against Shmuel. It goes like Ruchim Baraba. Shesayim b'chol adayis like Shmuel. According to all opinions, he does not like Shmuel. In the Rabbi Lazar, there's a day, two days. But in the Chachomim, the reason why the Rabbi is down today because the two days we find it's within the words of Rabbi Lazar. But from there we understand that according to the Chachomim, there's no everybody agrees. That there's going to be this change that it can't go like Shmuel. It goes like Chibarab. And Rama rules like that. The question of the Lecha Mishnah. How could the Rambam say there's not going to be a change? And we're saying there's Chibarabas because there is going to be a change. It's not going to be considered anymore a, a, an ammunition. So in Ois test, the Rebbe is going to say, how could the Rambam Bechal say there's not going to be a change when there's going to be Tchiyas HaMesim? And Tchiyas HaMesim, according to the Rambam, is not the ultimate. So Tchiyas HaMesim has to be during the period of Mesim Mashiach. So it means that during Mesim Mashiach, which is a change from Ben Hagish If we would say, not like the Rambam, that Chis is the ultimate, you can say that that's not part of Yemesim Mashiach. But here, the Rambam says it's not the ultimate, which means that it's part of Yemesim Mashiach. So how could the Rambam say there's no change? So we have to say there's two periods. Let's see. Oistes, Rabir Vazet. Explanation is, How does the Rambam write to Yemesim Mashiach? That nothing, the days of Mashiach, nothing will change from the custom of the world. There's going to be no new thing, nothing in my separation. This is a principle of the 13 main principles. There's going to be the resurrection of the dead. But that's this is a negation of the custom of the world. And this is a new thing, my separation. The Rambam says it's not going to be that. And Chisam Eisim is going to do that. So the Rambam says like this. 
We understand according to the views, is the world to come. And the ultimate wholesomeness, the payment of the reward will be as the Kabbalah, the accepted, we accept. And then is not not a kasha. How is that going to be? It's not part of Mesa Mashiach. But according to you, the Rambam. Means a world of souls without bodies. And the world of resurrection of is not the ultimate payment of schar. Means that the will be during the time and the period of the days of Mashiach. Before the soul comes to Rabbo. Nimtza turns out, according to the Rambam, there's going to be a novelty in the creation of Mashiach. So there will be. How could the Rambam say that nothing from the custom world will be bottled? We have to say, therefore, these are two separate matters. Yemoisa Mashiach and Chiz Amesim. Mechem bizmanim shenim. They're also at different times. Yes, no inyan uzman. This is the key to the Rebbe's answer. Yes, no inyan uzman. Yemoisa Mashiach shekoshim biyisa Mashiach. There is a concept and a time in the days of Mashiach which is connected to Mashiach's coming. Yes, no inyan uzman noisiv. Then there is another subject, an additional time. Asher yitoisiv. It's going to be added. After the period of the beginning of the days of Mashiach. There will be additional Hanogas. Things that Hashem will do in that time. Also the changes of the meaning of the world. This is going to be on a later time during the days of Mashiach, as the Rebbe will continue to explain. So we'll continue with the Dvar Malchus. We're up to in the third simon, in the uh, topic of state Kufa's Bimois HaMashiach. And uh, we did in the uh, first Chelek, the first part of this, we did from this is Simon Gimel, we did from Ois Aleph through Ois Tes, and now we will continue from Ois Yud till the end of the Sicha, the end of this Varmalchus, the end of Ois Gimel. So, previously, the Rebbe pointed out that even though the Rambam says that there won't be any change in the custom of the world from the way it was conducted till Mashiach. It'll continue that way. But still, that only applies to the time and the beginning when Mashiach arrives. But later on, even the Rambam will agree there's that there will be 
other time, a second period in which there will be outstanding and unnatural and not Kimin The proof is from Tchiyasamesim itself. So therefore the Rebbe concludes that what the Rambam over here is talking about specifically is the time when Mashiach comes. <clears throat> the period that Mashiach comes when he's discussing in Perik Yudbeis, there won't be a change in the world. He's talking about when Mashiach's arrival. And the Rebbe continued to explain now in Ois Yud, that is why the Rambam doesn't find it necessary to prove this statement, this halacha, that there is no change between Yemaisa Mashiach. Earlier, when he discussed that Mashiach doesn't have to make an Oyesoy Mephis, he brings a proof from Rabbi Akiva. If you take a look and you see that in Perik Yudbeis, when the, alternate, when the Rambam writes in Perik, I'm sorry, Perik Yud Aleph, so when the Rambam writes, Al Yale, Al Daitchosh, Hamelech, Hamashiach, Tzorich Lassis, Oysis, Umevsim, Umechadish, Dvorim, Ba'ilo, Machayim, Mesim, all these things that is not going to have to be Machayim, Mesim. He's not going to have to do Oysis, Umevsim. So he says, Don't think so. Eina Dover Kain, Shaharei Rabakiva, Chochum Godl, Nechachme Mishnahoyo, he was a great sage. As the Rebbe has mentioned several times within the Sikha. So here in Perikud Aleph, over here, the Rambam brings a proof when he talks about Mashiach. In Perikud Beis, over here, the Rambam is talking about what is going to be the Yemaisa Mashiach. Perikud Aleph, he talks about. Biasa Mashiach, what is Mashiach? What do we need to prove on who Mashiach is going to be and what he's going to do? Perikibes is talking about the standing of the world. So here the Rambam also says, The Rambam doesn't bring you any proof to this that the world isn't going to change. Like he brought the proof before the Gabi Melech HaMashiach that he doesn't have to prove miracles. Because this period that the Rambam is discussing over here, Yemaisa Mashiach, is a direct follow up to the previous period of the coming of Mashiach. Since Mashiach doesn't have to prove and won't, hasn't have to bring any change, that's why we don't need a proof for the Eisumevsim. So therefore, when we said before that Mashiach in the previous halach, as the Rambam brought the evidence from Ben Kuziva, and since we're talking about that period of time, it means already this proof that we said that there is, there is not going to be Eisumevsim to prove Mashiach's coming, that means that during his period when he comes, as he says now in Perikut Beis, doesn't have to be Minogosh because if there would be Minogosh Aloylam, Dover Bottle, that would, that would have been that there would be a change, then that would be the Mashiach would have to bring it. But because we are discussing here the first period of 
the coming of Mashiach, what the standing of the world. So therefore, it just follows the previous halacha. Let's look inside now. move on. Based on this, that this is the period that the Rambam is discussing here is the beginning of the Mesa Mashiach. And then there will be another type of Mashiach. But here, this is Mesa Mashiach. Is move on. We understand. In the beginning of Perikut Beis, when the Rambam writes, don't enter your heart. Don't think that in Mashiach's days, there will be some change in the custom of the world. He doesn't bring any proof any evidence for that? Rambam just writes, "Al yala al aleiv shebi meisam mashiach ibatul davar minoga shleilam oyesham chidim meis eloim kenoga elach." The Rambam just addresses now a challenge to this concept, but he doesn't prove the fact itself. But in Perik Yudalef, he proved it that the Melech Hamashiach, when he talks about Mashiach, but here he doesn't have to prove it that way. And the reason is, Kifisha maybe with Perik Shalifin is a. That like he brings in the previous parak, the fact that Mashiach is not required to do any sign or proof. What is the Ramah writing in Perik Yudalov? Shouldn't enter your mind. That King Mashiach needs to do signs and proofs. And to make new things in the world, create, make up new novelties in the world. Or to resurrect the dead who creates or similar to these things. So he says, that is not the case. Rabbi Akiva was a great sage. He was from the sages of the Mishnah. He was carrying the vessel, means he followed him. He carried his vessel of the king Ben Kuziva. And he would say about him, that he is King Mashiach. And he and all the sages of his generation imagined that he was King Mashiach. Until, due to our sins, he died. And Kivan Shenerak Noidolohem Once he died, then it was known to them. So, but they assumed that he would be Mashiach, which means he qualified for what Mashiach needs to be. And then when he died, they found out that he's not Mashiach. But in the beginning, there was no. Uh, questioned the sages didn't ask him to prove that you're Mashiach. They just followed him. So that means to say that we don't have to bring a proof that he's Mashiach. So here the Rambam brings the evidence to the fact that we don't have to ask Mashiach, but he doesn't bring evidence to the fact that in Mashiach there will be no change. Even though in these two chapters, the Rambam discusses two different topics, two different aspects. 
the Beirik Yudalev, Eidis Melech HaMashiach Atzmei, in chapter 11, the one before the last, he discusses about the King Mashiach himself, Mashahu Yechadish, what is he going to come up with, what is he going to bring uh, to the world, and also like the, his coming, as the Rambam discusses in the beginning from the Psukim of Bilam, what Mashiach will do and, and how he will come. And in Perikul Beis, the Rambam discusses over there he discusses what is the condition, what is the standing, how is the world going to be in the Mesa Mashiach. So the answer is, how come the Rambam doesn't have to bring the evidence over here in the second, and when talking about the situation of what the world is going to be when Mashiach comes. So in Perik chapter 12, it's talking about the standing of the world, as it's tied in in Bias HaMashiach, with the coming of Mashiach. The Rabbi said, this is the first Kufa. This is what we're discussing over here, is what the world is going to be like when Mashiach comes. And therefore, So the proof in chapter 11, when he discusses the Melech HaMashiach, that evidence, since we brought proof that Mashiach himself doesn't have to bring any proof, is that is enough, that is sufficient relative to what is discussed in the 12th Perik, how the world would stand, which is tied to his coming, not a further something else that will take place, we're talking about directly how it relates to when he comes. And from there, so therefore, we know that the world is coming. For, as the Rebbe explained, she came. For, Im if Mashiach's coming was that the conduct, the nature of the world would have changed, there would have been a new concept in the act of creation. Then that would turn out that that is what Mashiach is. So because, what, what does it mean? It means that part of Mashiach's coming would be that there will be changes in the world. The coming of Mashiach includes in it that there will be, part of it would be the negation of the custom of the world, the change in the way the world is. And there would be a Chiddush in the Maiseberishis. There would be a novelty in the Maiseberishis. Then it would have been that Mashiach Tzorich Lassis Oisus Mevsim Umechadish Dvarim Ba'ilam. Then Mashiach would have needed, Rabbam says he doesn't need to, but 
if Mashiach brings a change, a part of the coming of Mashiach involves a change in the nature of the world, so then it should turn out that Mashiach should have to provide signs and proofs and to make new things in the world to prove that he's Mashiach. And that would be the test. That would be the, the checkup. How would we determine the truth of Mashiach? Because that way, that was the novelty. That is the Chiddush of Mashiach. And since the Rambam proved from Rabbi Akiva and all the people of his generation as it relates to Ben Kozibo, he brings down a perikudalov. That Mashiach's coming does not involve to check out Mashiach by doing some sort of a sign or a proof. But that's not it because Mashiach is not there to make any changes in the world. And because that's why we see that they didn't ask from Ben Kuziva to bring any proof to it. So from this it's understood and it's evident. That the coming of Mashiach does not bring with it the negation of the way of the world. Basically, the situation of the world in the beginning of Mashiach, the Rebbe says, is what the Rambam is talking in, in Perik Yudbeis. And that's why that doesn't need any special evidence, because if Mashiach's job is not to prove as the Rambam proved from Ben Kusiva, from Rabbi Akiva, that he didn't ask for Oysimavis, so that means that Mashiach is not going to uh, do that. And we don't need to prove that Mashiach, it's not going to happen because that's evident, because that's not the idea of Mashiach. Had Mashiach needed to bring or do uh, a change, the world changed, then it would have needed another proof. So that means that is the discussion in Perik. You'd base, the Perik is basically talking the beginning of the time of Mashiach, and we don't need a special, um, very special proof for that. And the Rebbe continues now in move on. Based on this, we understand that what the Rambam is doing in Perikid Base is basically describing to us what the uh, situation is going to be in the time of Mashiach. Mashiach will bring about in Perikidalef, he would bring about, he will gather the, the Yidden, bring them together. He'll bring in a wholesomeness in a Torah, and the Torah will be practices in a world which is normal to its fullest extent. Well, we then move on. That the law, the length in the explanation of the Rambam in chapter 12 about the situation of the world during the time of Mashiach. That is all as it relates to the concept and the time in days of Mashiach. As it's connected, it's tied to 
King Mashiach and his coming. So, so what does this mean? In the first, in chapter 11, Mevair Harambam, the Rambam explains Mahu in Yonah Shomelech HaMashiach. What is the idea? What is Melech HaMashiach? And the Rambam writes there, Melech HaMashiach, Osid Lamid, that the King Mashiach is destined to stand up. He'll bring back the David kingdom to its old, to its first ruling as it was. He'll build the Migdosh. And he will gather in those who were pushed away of the Yidden in all Golos, in all corners. And all the laws come back. So David Amelech is going to bring he will bring this wholesomeness in the mitzvahs and the laws of the Torah as the Rebbe discussed in the very first Sikha that we learned over here, that's the Sikha that we learned before, that the Melech HaMashiach's job is going to bring to bringing a Shlemus in the mitzvahs, because you can only really be kind the Torah fully when it is done through a Melech, the Malchus based David, with a Beis Amikosh. And Achar Kach, so that's the first thing he talks about what Melech HaMashiach is going to do. And then the Perikid Beis, Koyi HaRambam, then the Rambam discusses Kifi, Shematzav, Oilam, Yiyah, Be'esam Lekach. How this world situation is going to be fitting to the, this Kifishu Messiah. So what is the world going to look like since once Mashiach is going to bring about that change, that building of the Beis Amikdosh and Kim Kabbat's Nidcha Yisrael, as he concludes, that the Yidin will be free to study Torah and its wisdom. And in that time, there will be no hunger, no war. What is going to be the entire occupation of the world is not going to be Ella only only to know Hashem. That's what everybody's going to be occupied. And that's why the Yidden, the Yisrael, will be great, wise, great, wise people, great sages. And the Iker, but mainly, that the mitzvahs of the Torah will be conducted in a world as the uh, world goes on as the Minagoilum. And that's all going to take place in that time of Yemesha Mashiach. And this is the situation from the world. In Oishid Beis, the Rebbe is now Mechadish, that when the Rambam says that the Pasuk of Gor Zevim Keves doesn't mean literally, he's talking about those Pesukim which are written in association with the coming of Mashiach. The Pesukim that talk in association with the coming of Mashiach as the beginning of the uh, Navua, in which it says the Gorzevim Keves, since it's talking about Bisa Mashiach, that is not Kipshutai. But the other prophecies which are not associated with 
the coming of Mashiach. The Rambam also says that they're Kipshutai, because the Rambam in Perikid Beis is talking about what's going to be when Mashiach comes in that Zman. And therefore, that Pasuk, which talks about when Mashiach is coming, Itake doesn't mean literally. Even though the Rambam over here also suggests with regards to other psukim, but he's talking about other psukim as they associate with the coming of Mashiach. The Rambam's mainly interest is to tell us over here that learning Torah is going to be in a, an abundance when Mashiach comes in a way of peace and nobody is going to be no distractions and no interferences. So he brings down the Gor Zevim Kevis as this marshal. Let's look inside. Based on all the above, we can also understand the view of the Rambam. The Rambam explained the two different periods in the coming of Mashiach. We also understand how the view of the Rambam how the verses connect and the various statements, sayings of our sage of blessed memory. As far as these Promises that we will promise of the future. Those promises, those prophecies that discuss about Mashiach himself, that which he's going to do, and the results that will take place through his coming. Learns them They are not a matter of negating the custom of the world. And that's why he translates the verse, which that is written as a follow-up. It follows in the beginning, the Nebuah, it says that there will come out a Choyter Megezer Yisha, which is referencing Moshiach, Shazem Moshul Vechido. He says that's only a parable, Vechido. And he clearly, this part of the Moshul, he clearly articulates that the Jews will be able to sit securely while there's going to be Rishi Akum, there's going to be the Shoyim of Akum. So, that, he says to Vesh, and even though he continues and he says, also the similar verses uh, that speak these matters with regards to Mashiach are parables, and he does not tell you what the marshal is. And in the contrary, not only doesn't he tell you, but he says that we don't even know. In the times of King Mashiach, everything which was a marshal. So the Rambam doesn't bother telling you how the marshal is going to be. Still talking about those Misholim that are associated with the coming of Mashiach. Because what the Rambam is mainly intending, mainly to explain, that this posik that follows the beginning of a Yotzacheter talking about Mashiach, in this posik 
it articulates, it tells you what Mashiach is going to be. That the Yidin will have no confusions and no distractions from the nation of the world. As the Rambam concludes, they will be free in Torah. So he only explains this one verse because that verse helps him to bring out what the idea of Mashiach is. But that applies to the verses that discuss as they associate with the coming of the Mashiach. So those are not interpreted in the literal sense, which would be miraculous. Because that would go against the proof that the Rambam proved that Mashiach does not have to show any miracles. As opposed to the verses and the saying of our sages that do not follow don't flow the coming of Mashiach, or Mashiach is coming. But rather, they discuss those prophecies and those promises that are going to take place for the future to come, which would include those that we mentioned earlier, which the Ravid mentioned. I will destroy the cease the baram from the from the world from the earth and the mentioned may razal both in the teres kahanim and in the gomor in the end of kesubas shelon israk asidim li yesayim peters that the unbearing tree non-bearing fruit will start producing fruit achim befarish rambam the rambam actually explains ain't a marshal they're talking not a parable and look at shutam it means literally doesn't talk about the coming of Mashiach. It talks about what's going to happen. He agrees. Just like he's amazing to have approved before. This will take place on a later time, a later period. It'll be a time within the coming of Mashiach itself in which these miracles will take place. In Aishid Gimel, the Rebbe will explain now the difference in the languages of the Gemara, in which the Gemara in Ksuba uh, says specifically Eretz Yisrael, that talks about the first Tukufa, because there's a difference between Eretz Yisrael and the rest of the world, because in the first Tukufa, there isn't going to be really a change in the world. But like the Radvaz said earlier, it's going to be only in Eretz Yisrael, there's going to be this Mandomer holds in Eretz Yisrael. But when the Tereskanim talks about that it's going to be the whole world, that's Ilon Israq, that's going to be in the second period. Let's look inside. Based on the above, we also understand also the difference between this statement, the saying in the Tereskanim, and the Memra and the saying in the end of Kisubas. So both of them, it says specifically Eretz Yisrael. It says Yit'anu, as the Rebbe has brought out earlier. That means that's going to be a not natural way, and it's only going to be in Eretz Yisrael. That points to the fact that this isn't a natural phenomenon, but it's something specific. It's Toyen and it's only in Eretz Yisrael. That goes in the first period. 
So although the Rambam says there's not going to be any changes, but according to this opinion in the Gemara Ksubis, Yechidush Nes Beretz Yisrael, it's going to be Yechidush Nes Beretz Yisrael, Itanu, all of a sudden that in that time. That's that opinion. He writes in a general way. He doesn't say it's Yisrael. And he doesn't say that they're going to be toyen, but he says in general that Ilon Yisrael will produce fruit. That's going to become the nature of these trees. And this is going to take place in all the world. That is talking about the second period in the days of Mashiach. Then there is going to be a change of a new kind that's a novelty in the act of creation. Then there's going to also be the nature of Gamshalil and Srak, also the non bearing fruit tree is also going to start to uh, give fruit. So it turns out that the Teres Kahanim and the uh, Gemara Ksubis are talking about different periods, not necessarily mechulak with each other, and uh, could be that way, but according to the Rambam, the way we learned before, the Rambam says there's going to be no change, so he does not, he cannot follow the opinion of the Gemara, as the Rebbe said before, that uh, if there's a change in Eretz Yisrael, that be still a change of Shinu Shiloilom. So that's what the Rebbe rejected earlier, the interpretation of the Radvaz, who makes this chilek between Eretz Yisrael. But over here, the Rebbe is explaining, but that's the difference between uh, the Gemara and the Mechilta. In the Mechilta, we can say that there's not going to be the first period. The Mechilta doesn't talk about the first period. But the Gemara definitely holds that in Eretz Yisrael there's going to be that change, as the Rebbe explains. In Eishu Dalet, the Rebbe goes back now to answer the question that it seems that the Rambam contradicts himself, that in one hand he writes that there is not going to be any change in the times of Mashiach, and yet he rules like the other, like the, like the Mandomar that says that the Nevi'im were prophesizing for the time of Mashiach, which means there will be miracles. And the Rebbe says, because these are two separate periods within Mashiach. Ein ben Mashiach is talking about the Tkufa, the beginning. But the, then it's talking no difference. But when it says, Kol Mashiach, this calls, refers to the later period. Let's look inside. move on. Rambam. So that it doesn't contradict the Rambam. There's no contradiction. The Rambam's words, he says, So the Rambam says that there's no difference like Shmuel. That there is no difference between Elam Hazel and the Mashiach. The only difference is that there is not going to be enslavement of the nation. So that means technically that there is not going to be any special miracles in the times of Mashiach. And then we have the uh, Rambam saying that the Nevi'im were Nisnabu Limoysa Mashiach, which means the Nevi'im were Nisnabu, uh, these great miracles. And the answer is, the Rambam is talking about this thing 
On the first period in the Mesa Mashiach, there is not going to be any miracles. And there's no condition. Because that, that what the Rambam is bringing down is the later period in the times of Mashiach. And also, as a result, we asked before, move on, it's understood the other ruling, the Rambam rules. That one who goes out on Shabbos with ammunition, with war vessels you use for war, would be because the ruling is that they're going to be bottled, there's going to be no need for them. That means it's going to be bottled min hagishalaylam. How does the Rambam say there is no bitl min hagishalaylam? Because this posik that it says they will put their plowsheds into the, the, the swords into plowsheds, which is a phenomenal that this is talking about it's going to be in the future. The Rambam also learns that it this means literally this is not just a marshal, it means it's going to happen. But when is this going to happen? Within the later period, is going to be this phenomenal, extraordinary phenomenal in which people will uh, not have any war, no need for any swords. When is this going to take place? Not immediately, not in the beginning, but coming in the end. This will be fulfilled on a later period in the days of Mashiach. But the bottom line is, but since the ammunition, these war tools will be nullified, there's no use for them in that period. Let it be the, the, the last one I call upon So let it be that it's going to, first it's still going to be in the days of the beginning of Mashiach, but the Kufashni is no longer going to be. So that's already evidence that ammunition tools are not, war tools are not Tachshitim, because if they're Tachshitim, they shouldn't even be bottled in the second period. So therefore, the Rambam rules that you be chayvachatos, and when the Rambam says anybody makes a Mashiach, he's talking about the tukufer shayno. In Ois Yud Gimel, in Ois, we have to hear. In Ois Tzvav, the Rebbe explains another seemingly difficulty with this mahalach that the Rambam learns that ain. He's talking about the Tkufa Rishoyno. Mashenkin, in the Gemara, it's talking about in all of the coming of Mashiach as the pastors of the Gemara is that Ein Ben Elam Hazel, Imeisa Mashiach, and that's why Pligi Adrabhi Baraba, Pligi Adeshmo. But in the Gemara, there is two statements that follow. Uh, that when we say the Kol Hanevim Kulam Loy Nisnabu 
Elam Hazeh, and not Limeisa Moshiach. The Gemara says this goes Pligi Adishmul. This says Ein Ben Elam Hazeh. Then the Gemara says Kol Anavi Len Nisnabu. Rabbiya says the Baal Tzadikim Avol Baal Tshuva I Avol Tzadikim Wood I Lerose Elokim Zolasachal. Basically, there's two statements over here that uh, the from from Rabbiya Bar Abba Rabbi Yechonah. Uh, one statement is that the tzaddikim are greater than Baal Tshuva. That's what is the uh, second statement. And uh, the uh, the uh, other statement is that in Yemei Samashiach, there is going to be uh, wondrous time and then the Rambam uses one of them and not the other one. It seems to think more they're connected. Let's look. It didn't explain well, but let's look inside. We'll see. There's an additional the Gemara Hanal, the Gemara that discusses that Kol Hanavim Nabu Mashiach. So that's based on the Posik uh But this is only for the Navim, but the greater they didn't see. So Muba Bahamshik Lazer. And the Gemara brings as a follow-up to us to say that all the Nevi'im were in Moshe Mashiach. But in the future, there's that's even higher than that. And another statement he says, which is also the same pasuk over there, nobody knows but the Hashem. That is called all the prophets, they prophesied about Balat But if we talk about complete Sadiqim, they're even greater. Over there, nobody besides Hashem has seen that. So, just like he said that the Nevi'im Nisnabu Lemaisa Mashiach, but the Asid Alakim Lero Alakim Zulasacha, same thing as he's saying now, call the Nevi'im Nisnabu Lebalat Shuvah, but for Sadiqim, there's even greater. And over here, before the Gemara says because he's saying that the Mesa Mashiach will be the wonders. But here the Gemara says because he's saying that Sadiqim are a higher level than Bali Tshuva because he's saying this only applies to Bali Tshuva but Sadiqim uh, nobody knows the reward for them. They're much greater. That word where Balachuva stand, Sadiqim don't stand. That means the Balachuva are greater than Sadiqim. Why is he saying that the uh old Nivim is the prophecies goes for Balchuva? But Sadiqim, we don't know. No, Sadiqim are not greater than Balchuvas. Fakert, the, the Balchuva is greater than the Sadiqim. That's what the Gemara says. But the Gemara brings both of these statements of Rabbi Barab in the name of Rabbi Yechonon, following one or the other. The first one about the fact that that is only but what the Elam in the future, the Lailero. And then it says the second statement that it's only for Balchuva, not for Tzadikim. Mashma, it appears, Yeshna Shaykh has been named, that there is some connection between these two statements. So he said, they follow. Shekol Hanivim. According to his view, that Shakol Hanivim Kulov Lenis Nabu 
If we say that all the Nevi'im were prophesizing for Moshe Mashiach, so we have to say that they're only doing for the Baal Shuvah, they were prophesizing. And therefore, it's like it about Bohu, who says that Sadiqim Gemurim are not as great as Baal Shuvah, and also Balaki Shmuel that says that Ibn El Mazel Mashiach. But in the Rambam is a problem. Abu Matsin, Nubar Sharambam, Afshe Kaisa that we're quoting the whole time here. Omru Chachom, Kolanavim, Kula, Lenibel, Mesa Mashiach, Hulu, Kinal Sivchez. So he passes like the first statement of Rabbi Barabba, Rabbi Echanon. And yet he also passes, Omru Chachom, Mokum Shabal, Chuba, Emdim. Seems like a contradiction. He paskins like Rababo. And in the first case, he paskins because he says, and in the statement, the second statement, he paskins like Rababo that it's Mokush Sadikim Gumurim, Balchubaim Sadikim Murim Lam. But Piyanal, move on. But based on the above, that the Rambam learns that there's the two periods, the Rambam is learning about the first period, so it says like this. The idea of Rabbi Yechonon, are greater than Baal Tshuva's. this Yeah, that is, it's going to be a bit So if there's a bit in the beginning of Mesa Mashiach, then we have to say that and Alzeh Nisnabu Kol Hanavim. So therefore, we have to say there's two periods. So there's the period, the that's for Sadikim and Palchuba, and then there's Sadikim. But according to the Rambam, view is that the world is That does not force us to say that tzaddikim greater than Tshuva. and therefore, because there's not the only reason why we say that there's the second period that the greater is because we're talking about the. Uh, in the Gemara, where he's talking about the Tchilas Mashiach. Then these two things are connected. Basically, these two memories are connected. If we're talking about Mashiach, then these two statements of Rabbi Baraba are connected. But according to the Rambam, since Rabbi Baraba and Rabbi Yechanan's statement is not talking about only be. The beginning of Esau Mashiach, and therefore that doesn't necessitate the other statement of Rabbi Chibarab of Rabbi Echna. The, the Rebbe is not Ma'arich over here explaining all how one would be Machriach the other, but that's Mikitzer uh, that we see that this connection in the Gemara doesn't necessarily have to be a, according to the way the Rambam understands the Einbei Esau Mashiach that it's talking about the Kufa. Rishoyna, uh, as opposed to the Gemara, which both of these statements are talking about, even Bitkufa Rishoyna is going to be a bit menhogish level. In Oyster Zayin, the Rebbe explains 
why is it taka that there are two periods in the time of Mashiach? And how is the second period? Why are we saying that the second period is taking place? What brings it about? The Rebbe brings out that the coming of Mashiach, basically, there seems to be two possibilities. And the Rebbe will explain, it's not really possibilities, but they are actually complementing one another. There is a situation where the Yidin are Zohu, they have a merit. So after, regardless of when the Geula comes, even if it's not through Zohu, they're still going to eventually come to the Zohu because at that point they're going to learn Torah Mekayim Mitzvahs, and that will inevitably bring up about that second uh, alternative, the uh, miraculous way, as we find in the Gemara, the seemingly conflict, how Mashiach is going to come, is he going to come on clouds or is going to be riding a donkey? The Gemara says it depends on whether Zohu or Loi Zohu. And the same thing that the Rebbe explains, how is the Beis Amigdash going to be built? Is it going to come down Min HaShamayim or it's going to be built by Bnei Odom? As the Rebbe will explain, yes, it has to be, it has to be in the literal sense. And notwithstanding that the Rambam in, the, in his letters, he writes that it may be differently. And here he's writing in halacha in the minimally, but as the Rebbe will explain, these are the beginning of the possibilities. Maybe l'chatchile on the uh, extravaganza and the zuchus, but even if not, it starts with halacha, with the simple, and then we come to the higher level. Let's look inside in Oistezayim. After we explained all the, of the above, we're still missing some explanation. Since that the definition, what is the days of Mashiach? That which follows the coming of Mashiach. So according to the Rambam's view, it's connected, it's tied. So that the world is conducted as it is. What forces us to say that within the days of Mashiach, that in the Mashiach itself, there will be another, another period of time in which there will be since Mashiach is not connected to why do we have to say? Now, the Rebbe said before, because is evidence, but that Itself, as the Rebbe asks, we're saying that it doesn't have to be right away. So what forces us to say? But as the Rebbe asks in the further, uh, mainly what the Rebbe wants to know, likewise, and mainly, what would be that wondrous cause that changes all of a sudden that is going to bring and going to cause this wonderful Surprise and novelty, the conduct in that second period. And the Rebbe says, We'll understand this by introducing the words of the Rambam in the letter of Tchiyas Hamesim that he wrote. Shama Shepir, the Rambam writes like this Shama Shepir Shasayudim Dilosit. This that he interpreted the promises of the future. The principle that the wolf will live with the sheep or similar. He said this is merely a 
an example, a parable, and a riddle. Those are not absolute. That's what we said, are not absolute. That These are just a parable. It's possible that they will be fulfilled literally. So, but it would seem the fee hamavuir li'il. See if you dalv yud beis, based on the Rebbe's explanation before you dalv yud beis, that there is no necessary uh, sign for Mashiach, and the bias of Mashiach is dependent. The Rama doesn't have to be approved because it's all we don't need in the time of Mashiach. We don't need proof for that, and that's how Rabbi Akiva thought that Ben Koziva was Mashiach. So. So we have to learn those promises that talk about Mashiach and his coming. Maybe the other ones, but these 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 uh, promises that the Rambam says that uh, as if they tie to Mashiach and his coming, they're not negating anything from the conduct of the world. Because what is the definition? What is Mashiach? To novelty, to bring about in the world as the world conducts itself in its custom, as mentioned before, and not to bring about a change of the nature of the world. So why are we saying that there is a second period over here and how is that going to take place? If we are forced to say how could the Rambam say that it's possible that it should not be so? So So we can say the explanation of this is the Gemara is unknown, known the words of the Gemara, the seemingly the contradiction of the verses that in one verse it says and they will fly within imanani shmaya kibar inish ato. Like a person, like a, a human, that's the way they're going to fly with the uh, clouds. But Uksiv, that is a miraculous way that Mashiach is going to come on clouds. Uksiv, but then there's another verse that says, that is going to be like a poor person riding on a donkey. Seems to be a contradiction. So the Gemara answers that Zohu Imanane Shemayu, if they have the merit, then they will fly with the clouds in the skies. But if if they don't have a zuchus, they're not merit, I will be like a poor person riding on a donkey. So basically, which means that there's two possibilities when Mashiach will come. Either he's going to come in a situation of zuchus, and then it's going to be in a miraculous way that they're going to fly with the, he's going to fly with the clouds in the skies, or he's going to be in a non-miraculous way, not in a merit way, then it's going to be a poor person riding on a donkey. Similarly, the Gemara answers, other places the Gemara answers also, other Pesukim in a, a similar way. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, over there, as the Gemara brings down the the resolution of the conflict between these two verses and other verses in the Gemara, there. So from this, it's understood as it applies to the other matters that are in the days of Mashiach. 
שכאשר בני ישראל נמצאים במצב של זוכר, when the Yidden find themselves in a situation in which they are meritorious, they are a zuchus, azai nasim kolo inyonim be'ifan achar, then all matters are done in a different way, legamri. Totally oifanisi, then everything is done in a miraculous way. What I'm saying is that the possibilities are depending upon the zochu or not zochu. So when the Rambam writes that it's possible that it will be literally because there's two possibilities. And the Rebbe adds, this is also how we explain the conflict between the Beis Amikdash being built up from above and coming down or where Mashiach is going to build it. This is one of the ways to reconcile Baplukta and the disagreement with regards to the building of the Beis Amikdash in the future. In many areas, in many places, it's brought that the third Beis Amikdash, it's built, it's completely ready, it's going to be revealed, it's going to come from the heavens. But and elsewhere, Muva is brought down the Chaim Posakaramba, and actually the Rambam Paskas over here, Shem Mashiach Bayna Migdash, that Mashiach will build the Migdash, and it's not going to come down already, Minashamayim. So this actually depends on these two ways the way redemption above is going to take place. The Im if it's going to be a merit, then it's going to be revealed, it's going to come from, from the heavens. If they did not merit, it's going to be building through the people. So that's going to depend on how the Gula is going to take place. The Sefer Ayat is that the Rambam rules in the Sefer Ayat, which is a Sefer Halochis, which is just the laws. That there will be no aspect in which the custom of the world will be negated. That is because this whole idea of Mashiach and his coming and the redemption in generally, it's a very clear and the rule of the Likewise, it's also how this matter is going to take place. It is not hinged on the way that the people do. So that, because independent whether the Yidna are Zoycha, they're not Zoycha, the Gula is going to come. That's the Halacha. But when the redemption is going to come in a way that flying with these clouds of the skies are similar, that hinges on the fact that the Yidna are in a situation in which they're meritorious, that they have a Zuchus, that is not like a halacha, that is not clear, it's not rule, we don't know that. Everything comes from heaven without, besides fear of heaven. So which means, it's really up to the people. According to everybody has the right, meaning has the possibility, the option, not to follow the Torah. So, therefore, who knows that it's going to be Zohu? So the halacha, is clear is that Mashiach is going to come in the natural way, and therefore, the Rambam describes the Geula 
in a situation that would has to happen. Without hinging on the standing of what the Yidden standing is. And that's why the Rambam writes like that. So the Rebbe explains now, has deeper to understand it. We're not saying that the Rambam is only talking about a situation with Loizochu. But there are two steps. Step number one is what Mashiach is coming according to the and then on top of that there will be additional advantages. So he's talking about the first level, not but the first step. On top of that we get the second step which the Rambam alludes to in his letter of Tchis HaMesim, Yudches. This that the Rambam describes the redemption. In a way that there is not going to be no negation of anything from the custom of the world. Who the reason is It's not that the Rambam is describing the redemption as it would come in a situation when they don't have a merit, God forbid, hello, but rather Karambam Sever, Rambam's view is Shema Shomru Chazal, that these that are sages, blessed memory, say Shebematz of the Zohu, ye who come of a Kama Yiluim Arnogenesis Chulu, that in the case of Zohu, there will be many and many elevations with, together with this miraculous conduct, that's an additional aspect, which is in addition to the definition of Mashiach. The Rambam writes what Mashiach is. Plus, there's additional things that take place later on. The Rambam doesn't say that. But he's not saying only when it's going to be Loizoch. So he says, this means like this. From the Definition of Mashiach and his coming, the order is that the world goes in according to its custom. Because what is the new thing of Mashiach coming in Halacha? What is that? Mashiach, through him, there will be the wholesomeness of the observance, the fulfillment of the mitzvahs, and the laws of Torah. That is tied to the world running in its normal way. But when the Yidin are on a higher level of Zuchus, then there will be an additional aspect. will also show. Miracles in order to show additional dearness and the greatness of the Yid. So the Rambam writes what the gather of Mashiach does not negate that there is an additional mile that will be shown to the Yid as a greater level that they merit. A similar way, as we reconciled earlier, it's not either or. It's not either it's going to be min or it's going to be through Mashiach. No. 
Not the fact that it's going to be revealed and come in Shemaim. So he said that it contradicts the Mashiach by the Mikdash to the fact that Mashiach is going to build the Mikdash. Hello, but rather, that from the definition of Aloha, from Aloha's perspective, this concept of the building of the Beis Migdosh is an obligation on mitzvah the Yid. The make me a Migdosh. Not that's going to come down. That's where the Rambam rules. Through Mashiach, all of the laws that Rambam said writes in his days, as they were before, are going to come back. And they're going to appoint a king. And then, Melech HaMashiach will build Beis HaMikdosh. Melech HaMashiach as Mitzvah So Melech HaMashiach is going to accomplish, he's going to do the Mitzvah of Beis HaMikdosh. So what happens? But when there is a situation of a Zohu, that impacts an addition that within the Migdosh Lamato, will come and dress up. The Migdosh above will come and be dressed up. It's going to come and it's going to be revealed. So this is going to be an additional to the Haloche, the minimal, the building of the base of Migdosh that is going to come down in the base of Migdosh that is built through Mashiach. move on. So based on this, we understand. The absolute necessity that there is going, to, we're forced to say there is going to be a second a period be my Samashiach within the days of Mashiach. Kilach be a Samashiach. Because after Mashiach's coming, in either way, whether Zoch or Loizoch, but Kivan Shaloyia, Libne Israel Negusum of Atla, at that point there will be nobody forcing, nobody negating. That is not going to allow them. Sheina manichas lem lasik b'toyra u'b'mitzvus kog. Who's not going to allow them to occupy in toyra mitzvus properly? Ba'adrab and the contrary, yu pnuyim b'toyra v'chokmosa. They will be free to study Torah and the wisdom of toyra. Ad shafilu to the extent that even eisek kol ha'ilom the occupation of the whole world, which is kol ha'umis, yeah, will be ledas as Hashem bilavad will be just to know Hashem. That's why the Yid will be great, wise people like the wisdom will be as the water covers the uh, the water covers the world. So it'll be all covered. So the whole world will be covered with the knowledge of Hashem. That is the complete situation of Zohu, because they're doing everything properly now. So that has to bring along the second period within the Mashiach, in which the custom of the world will be negated, will be nullified. 
Anhogonisis, the conduct of miraculous, miraculous kolo, kolo inyan hayisoidi, including the main fundamental aspect, kiloshoin harambam trisamesim, that there will be the trisamesim, that that will be within that period. And the Rebbe over here sort of gives you an answer that he didn't clearly say earlier uh, when he asked, what is the hechrech? There'll be a second kufan, Yemaisa Mashiach, even though the Rambam said that it's Tchis Amesim, but maybe Tchis Amesim is going to be outside of Yemaisa Mashiach. But the Rebbe says, now we have to say that the Tchis Amesim is within the Yemaisa Mashiach because within Yemaisa Mashiach they come to the level of Zohar. And therefore, the Sefer Hayad, in the Sefer Hayad Sheboi, Mazbir HaRambam, as Ged Reishel Mashiach, Ubi Yosei, Api Aloche, in which the Rambam explains the definition of Mashiach and his coming based on the Aloche, Harehu Mazbir Echiyeh Matzav Ha'ilom, he explains how the condition of the world will be Bizman Ve'oifen, in the time and in the way Shal Ha'ilom Kimen Hogin Noyeg, in the way that the world Runs according to its custom. Fitting with the aspect and the definition of Mashiach. But when he writes the letter of the resurrection of the dead, this explains more the Sevriyad. This is not absolute. For the Matzav Shal Zochu. That in this situation, it's possible, it's not going to be two tkufas, but it's also possible that if it will be in a situation of Zohu. So even while we're in Golus, so then in actuality it will be, take your betchilas agula immediately, in the beginning of the redemption, this special conduct from above, Ahanhoga, the conduct, the bitlum in Hogeshaloilom, in which the uh, customs of the world will be negated. And as the days that you left Egypt, the Abishta will show us miracles, and that will happen.